When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Mutt Man, Mutt at Night, on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. At the end of the day, Coach Belichick is about winning. And who's going to give him the best chance to win? <laughs> it's whoever's playing better. And if Mac Jones doesn't step up, he, and he knows that Bailey Zappi is looking right over his shoulder. That's the thing. Bill Belichick already established that I will take you out if need be, if you don't play better. So that is the extra pressure on him as well. How is he going to respond? But absolutely, he's, he's waiting in the wings, waiting for you to mess up. I know that's what I was doing when I was a backup, waiting for my opportunity. Tom Brady said he told me when he got that opportunity, he's not giving that job back. So if Bailey Zabby has that uh, opportunity and he has the attitude like a Tom Brady had, he's looking at it like the next opportunity, you ain't getting, this, you ain't getting back out here, Mac, as far as I'm concerned. It's still up to the coach. But I know if he has that attitude, he's, he's waiting. That is Ty Law, part of a Ty Tuesday this morning on the Greg Hill Show. Check out the entire interview on the Odyssey app. It's Monday Night with Kyrie Thompson, WEEI.com. Couldn't help but notice, and the folks in the Twitch chat could not help but notice either, twitch.tv, Boston WEEI. You're sort of smiling hearing Ty, what he had to say today. I'll let you go first. I already responded to Ty in the first segment of the show. I don't love his line of thinking that, like, oh, Zappy's still on deck at quarterback, but I'll let you react to what you heard from Ty Law right there. I'm going to say this. This is probably about as simply as I could put it. You could say Bailey Zappi already had his shot, and he did give it back. In the Chicago Bears game, Chicago Bears defense isn't even all that good. They're fine. They're not that good. And he was bad. They were better. They had two defenders. They haven't traded at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, he, they, and, and, and again, the, you know, they, they, had, they had their little parlor trick, right? They busted out Bailey Zappi after uh, you know, a couple of possessions of Mac Jones. They hit him with a little bit of, you know, under center play action, a couple plays they probably weren't game planning for, got their 14 points, then nothing. So Shut out in the second half. By far, the way, didn't look, look, I thought it looked bad offensively yeah. in the second half of that game, whether yeah. it was Patricia yeah, or the bad. offensive line or couldn't run the ball, Bailey Zappi, all of it. That was a bad second half against the Bears. I mean, I got to say, the whole team was bad. Yeah. So, so, so it's like it, coaching, playing, all the, of it. The, yep. the entire operation was bad against the Bears. But. Again, I'm looking at it like like Zappy had Zappy had his shot right there. Okay, Mac Jones gets taken out. That was your chance to not give it back, and you gave it back a couple times. It's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. And and so look, Mac Jones comes back, and and I always thought, and this this is what I find interesting about this plan, was that I always thought it was going to be okay. Go ahead and run Bailey Zappy out there for a couple of games against the worst opponents. And then when the Jets come around, make sure Mac Jones is healthy and ready to roll against the the five coming into the game, the five and two team that's tough that challenges you defensively because they don't allow you to go deep. And and they have a front four that causes problems, that makes it hard on you. And so I looked at that as like, okay, that's the one where you want the experienced quarterback, your starter, the guy who's played against them before and knows how it goes. And you want that guy back for that game, which is why I find it so curious 
that they were like, okay, let's go ahead and give Mac Jones some some knock the rust off time against the Bears. He looks bad, and then we'll pull him, and it looks terrible. But I, I mean, it, it's hard to see it not as a benching, even though Belichick said it, was it wasn't. A benching. But it's, I'm it's sorry. like I don't, I don't yeah, feel like you can really believe that it was okay. But but then okay, if you're going to look at it that way. And you're going to say, okay, Mac Jones was benched for Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi has his opportunity. He did give it back. I feel like we saw enough. I feel like we saw enough of what Bailey Zappi is. What makes you think that Bailey Zappi is going to come in at the end of the year against the actual good teams when he couldn't do jack against an okay Nothing. one? Nothing. <laughs> And, and, when I, a, and when I say teams, I mean, I mean the defense because the yeah, Bears well, as a team are bad. No, but, they're going to play some good defenses down the stretch, like legitimate playoff teams. You know, Arizona's going to fight for a playoff spot. The Raiders probably won't, but the Vikings are 6-1. and one. You get them Thanksgiving night. You think Bailey Zappi against that front is going to play well against Minnesota? I don't. I'd much rather see it be Mac Jones. So, uh, I think it's going to be funny. If, if, the, if the Jets come to Gillette Stadium and Mac Jones has you know kind of a first half like the one he, he just had, and then they're going to be shouting for zappy, zappy, zappy. I don't think that's happening because I think Belichick's going to be like, you know what? You could talk about, oh, yeah, the guy who's playing better right now. But I think they saw enough of what that looked like against a halfway decent defense. They're not going to want to put him up against that. Do you? Th- I hope you're right. Do you think that's in play this week? Because I-, I bring this up because when you hear Ty Law say it, he sort of is insinuating that, that, that the quarterback, Mac Jones, Kyrie, is still on a short leash. Mm-hmm. That if he has three bad series and a pick, Bill is willing to go to Bailey Zappi. I opened the show tonight by saying that's the wrong approach. You're four and four. Mark Daniels wrote this at MassLive.com, and I agree with him, and so I'm going to prop him up for a second. The development of Mac Jones right now, to me, is much more important than fighting for a playoff spot. Whether you think Bailey Zappi or not, Kyrie, gives you a better opportunity, you got to sink or swim and let Mac develop through failures, success, ups, and downs. And so... I don't want the tie law short leash. I don't want no. Bailey Zappi over his shoulder. I want that long leash. You see people in my neighborhood have this guy. I don't have a dog, but now my neighbors <laughs> yep. all have dogs. That long leash that they gets caught around their legs mm-hmm. or my kids' legs, I want that leash for Mac. I do not want him yanked out of a game for one bad play. How should Bill play with Mac here going forward week nine against the Colts Sunday at Gillette Stadium starting there? I mean, to me, I, I think you got to ask yourself this question. What gets you closer to a Super Bowl? Go ahead and torch Mac Jones, right? Right this year, if he and by the way, again had the chance to do that. Mac Jones throws an interception, could have done it there through through the ghastly almost pick six. You could have just been like, you know what, man, I don't like the way this is going. But I mean, you, and you could say, you know, Bill Belichick's blowing smoke, but I don't know. I feel like they actually think that he played a lot better than a lot of us thought that he did. And again, after rewatch, I kind of agree with He it. defended him big time the next day. Curtis I, asked a couple of very leading questions about the picks, and Bill was having none of it on this radio stage. Yeah, I mean, he, he told him, look, pass pro's got to be better. Route's got to be better. And, and I mean, it, how often do you hear that, right? Like, I, I, I feel like if it were really that bad, he probably said, yeah, well, we all got to be better. We can't turn the ball over. Blah, blah, blah. He made it very clear how he felt about the pass protection, the fact that it wasn't good. To get back to the, to the the original question, though, how, like, does it get you closer to a Super Bowl to just be like, you know what? Okay, let's go ahead and go with Bailey no, Zappi. No, no, no way. No, you no, got it. No, no. You you have to find out what Mac Jones is and what he isn't. Okay, people are over here talking about, oh yeah, well we already know he's not the guy. No, you don't. You don't. I'm sorry. Look at what's happening around the league right now. Look at look at that. You got Jalen Hurts. Them going all in in year three. Tua Tungavailoa, whom I still don't necessarily think all that much of, 
They are going all in on Tua Tungavailoa in year three. And you know what? Look, he's leading the league in passer rating, okay? He's playing better than he's played at any point in his career because they have they have given him that leash and given him the opportunity what year to did, become that. What year did Josh Allen explode? Year three. Year three. Okay, look. I get it. You want to see second year improvement, but what? But what does that mean? Yeah, the does, expectations are do, wild. Does it mean that you have exponential growth and that? Oh yeah, Mac Jones threw for thirty eight hundred yards. Now he's got to throw for forty five hundred. That that's not what that means. That means you do some of the things that Mac Jones is doing, where you you take charge and you make some mistakes. Look, Tom E. Curran has talked about this on a couple of occasions. Tom Brady. I mean, his 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 matched career high for interceptions was in his second full year as a starter, and and yeah, they they ended up dialing it back a little bit because of too many interceptions, and I and they weren't <laughs> feeling that good about it. But look, you got to find out what you are and what you aren't in this league. And Mac Jones is still in the process of figuring that out. We got this game on right now. They are replaying the Chicago Bears versus versus the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Justin Fields and that Bears offense were looking ghastly absolutely ghastly at the beginning of the year and you know what since week four most of the metrics will tell you he's been justin fields has been hovering around a top 10 quarterback you might not believe that but the dude's getting better and trevor lawrence started out hot by you know by you know converse yeah he started out hot he had a good first two three weeks now he's not looking very good at all zach wilson looks terrible though i kind of expected that but look the whole point of it is you don't know what it is yet. You have to play this whole process out. And by the end of your second year, then let's see if if you feel like you're going all in with, with Mac Jones in year three and seeing if you can get a Super Bowl in that rookie contract. But you don't know that right now. You have to let it play out. But the you, three guys you mentioned, though, not to cut you off, but the three guys you mentioned, Hurts, and uh, I mentioned Josh Allen, you mentioned Tua. The, 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 the common thread there for year three of those guys was that their teams put some real offensive talent around them. And that's not up mm-hmm. to Mac Jones. Like, they're going to have $100 million to spend. But I, I went through earlier the list of wide receivers available in free agency. I, I understand why the Bears did what they did today. Like, they Trade, they yeah, gave the up a legitimate for, draft pick for yeah. Chase Claypool. But they have Chase Claypool next year. And they looked and said the number one, if you if you rank the free agents for next year right now in the NFL wide receiver, by receptions this year, Jacoby Myers is number one with 35 receptions. Like, that's what you're talking about. That's the level of receiver that is out there. Greg Dortch, Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, there are no household names. And so I give your 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 Bears, a Chicago guy, credit. They saw that. The Patriots didn't. And that next step for Mac is still, whether he gets better or not, still means, I'm sorry, better talent around him offensively. Because you'll talk about Ramondre Stevenson. I know you will. You like what he's done. Oh, yeah. If you're running back to your Love best it. offensive player, there is a ceiling to how good you can be in the NFL. That's it. it's not it's not it's not Barry Sanders anymore. It doesn't they don't work, yeah. work like that? So I love the fact that you're writing about Ramondre and talking about his assurgence and uh, 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 a step forward. Matthew Slater talked about the other night here on the oh, show. Yeah. But I mean, if he's your best offensive player, you're not a Super Bowl contender. No, no, you're, you're not. not. You're not. And and look, I'll be interested to see what they end up doing because I I feel like the path to the Patriots getting those weapons is it's going to be in the draft. It's got to be in the draft because I don't think you're going to get necessarily a lot a lot of really meaningful production out of the free agent class. It's going to be more stop gaps and that kind of thing. And maybe you pay Jacoby Myers, maybe you don't. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, but but I think that's where Tyquan Thornton is going to become really interesting. He's he's your wide receiver three right now. He's already climbed up the depth chart. He is past Kendrick Bourne. He is he is past Nelson Aguilar. 
he's your wide receiver three. And and so can he take that next step next year? Because he's got that kind of upside, that speed, that game-breaking skill. But then you got to get another one. Then you got to hit again. So I think that that's where it's going to be. But look, you, you, you've got to get more around him. Because here's the thing. It's not like the Patriots have bad offensive weapons. They really, really don't, right? They're, they're fine. But again, with a well quarterback. Said. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. With Mac Jones. See, this is the thing. With a quarterback like Mac Jones, he can't do the kinds of things that Justin Fields is doing totally over here on the TV yep. right now where things are an absolute mess on occasion and he's still just ripping off first down runs or he's spitting out of a sack or he's sidearming it around people and you're just like, what in the world? How are you doing this? Mac Jones, it's got to be, you got to be, this is where the Jacoby Myers thing comes in. You need to be where I think you're going to be. Okay, we the whole operation needs to run smoothly because my margin of error, our margin of error is not that high. It's not that you can't win that way. The Patriots won that way for 20 years. Right. But we're not there yet in in terms of, of increasing that margin for error because you are one step or two or three steps ahead of the opponent. So. You got to figure out if you can get there with Mac Jones. You're not going to get there with Mac Jones or, or even seeing if it's possible with Mac Jones. Because I see a lot of people just saying, like, he's a bridge quarterback, whatever. But you're not going to see if he can be more if you if you just throw him off a cliff for Bailey Zappi right now. Yeah, we had somebody in the Twitch chat just a second ago say he's a bridge quarterback on a rookie deal. He might be. Hey, but, we don't, but, you, yeah. but we don't know yet. It's not – and people have made their decisions, right? You know, I believe that he's a top 15 quarterback. I could be wrong. Shyman Wiggy think he sucks. They could be wrong. But we don't yes. have enough evidence yet for either. You can have your opinion, yeah. but it's not laid out yet because if you made your decision on Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen or even Tua after year two, you look pretty stupid. Or even year, year one, three. Josh year Allen three. wasn't good. Like, like I mean, see people talking His about. His playoff game in year two was an embarrassment. Remember, people like, I remember Fourier did like an hour on how this guy's never, he, he's broken and he's never going to bounce yeah, back because yeah, he like flipped the ball backwards in that playoff game. Yeah, look, look, we we second the MVP the we, next year. We throw that around so much, like, oh, so and so is broken. His confidence is shot, and we kind of throw around these buzzwords and cliches. And it's like you don't know that. You you don't know that from week to week. You're guessing, you know, based off of you know body language or, or what have you. And look, I, I I think I brought I brought this up before. I was there when Josh Allen came in here. In his second year, in week 16, I wasn't thinking a whole lot of him up to that point. And he came into Foxborough, and it wasn't the most amazing game in the world, but he flashed some stuff where I was like, okay, no, this is it. This is it. I felt that way about Justin Fields a couple weeks ago. But look, I, I feel like I, I saw little bits of, of things with Mac Jones, even in some of the, the losses last year. And a little bit during the win streak as well. And people are like, oh, yeah, well, look at the last you know, eight games of the season last year. Mac Jones was bad. He was a rookie. Okay. He, and, and I mean, your rookies are not supposed to just glide through and have perfect seasons. That's not how this works. Quarterback development is not linear. This ain't Madden. Like, I think a lot of people, <laughs> people think this is Madden. Like, you could just go up there with whatever computer-generated quarterback they give you in franchise mode and go win a Super Bowl. That's not how this works. And my son right now is yelling at the radio saying, yes, I can. I've done it. I've rebuilt the Lions. I've rebuilt the Jags. Yo, I can yo, do I it, just, Dad. I just want to say, one of my favorite Madden experiences ever. Oh, I can do ever Madden for the next hour was, and a half if you like. Was, I mean, back in the day, I was a running back. So, my... Um, you know, my my character was always a running back when Combine. I do, yeah yeah when I when I would do a uh, franchise mode I was always killing it I always had like ninety eight speed ninety nine speed or whatever yep you know because that's how it was in real life don't let nobody tell you different <laughs> um, but 
But, but look, they, they did a computer-generated quarterback by second year in franchise mode, and his name was Amos Welty. He was like some left-handed dude who had like 40 like awareness or whatever, and I won a Super Bowl with that dude. I carried bum Amos Welty to a Super Bowl championship. Won a Super Bowl in Madden with Amos Welty. Yes. Put that on my resume. Uh, so I, so we're in agreement. No leash for Mac. He's the guy the rest of the way. He should be. Barring injury or some sort of meltdown. How about your guy, Ramondre Stevenson? I mean, I, I thought, I, I, were you surprised that Damian Harris didn't get dealt today? Given uh, the fact they've sort of handed over to Ramondre Stevenson Harris, a free agent after the year, like they can bring him back, I, I, I suspect, but it feels like he's ascended to the top dog like they wouldn't have to pay yeah. I'm, two I'm, running backs. I'm a little surprised he didn't get traded today. I'm not surprised because... I mean, look, I, I think the same reason I'm not that surprised that the receivers didn't get dealt because of depth, right? So so you have Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harrison. What you got after that? Ty Montgomery ain't here. He's been on IR the, yep. the entire time since week one. And then you've got a bunch of rookies and unproven guys. So you're, you're looking at it like, yeah, let me go ahead and, and hang on to these dudes. And look, if we get a comp pick, great. If we don't, we don't. They'll make an offer, but Damian Harris probably ain't coming back. Go ahead and... I'm penciling that one in. I'm tempted to put it in pen, but I don't think Damian Harris is coming back. But look, I I, I don't either. I, I think that even just looking back at it, Ramondre is everywhere. I mean, he's in the he's in the backfield, shaking people down once again, breaking tackles at the line of scrimmage, ripping off some little baby beast runs. But I mean, he's he's running routes out of the backfield. They loved using him on angle routes. They were using him on angle routes all the time. You know, where he comes out of the backfield, he gets he gets the linebacker, and then he makes that break inside. Probably want to work on some of the finer points of of making a cut as opposed to rounding it off. But again, his his short area quickness. It's not about speed with him, raw speed. It's short area quickness. He gets up to speed in a in in a in a snap. And they were splitting him out wide. They split him out wide a lot. Yeah. They had him in the slot a bunch, having him run actual routes, getting him the ball in space. Like he's a weapon for them right now. And and so to your point, he's your best offensive player right now. You would love to see more people get on that level. Which I mean, I think Jacoby Myers is is more. He, I really he, like Myers. He, he, yeah. he can be on that level, and and I but think. He, that, but yeah. he also he'd be raised up though, like other really good slot yeah. receivers have been, with talented guys on the outside. Like he, you can only do so much when the defenses aren't looking at anybody else. The defense uh, on the offense, Kyrie, and saying we have to account for him. They don't have. Again, it's it's so basic, but they don't. The Steph Diggs changed the Buffalo offense. Oh, yeah. He showed up there, and everyone else got single coverage. Whether you're Dawson Knox or Gabe Davis, it didn't matter. They don't have that guy yet. No, no. Nelson Aguilar is not that guy. No, he's definitely not. And, I mean, they would probably would have traded him if his contract was better. But, look, here, here's the other thing, right? So, Devontae Parker, he's that big-bodied guy. But I feel like he's he's too specialized. He can really – he only run, runs like three routes. Fade and, okay, maybe you throw it deep or you back shoulder it. You, you can run a slant, you know, like, or run, run, a, run a deep in, you know, something like that. Like, he's not really running a huge variety of routes. They're not using him – to, to me sometimes, like as, as a complete number one receiver who does all the different things. I feel like my concern going forward is, are the Patriots going to get too stuck in that mode where, okay, we don't need great players. We just need good ones who do what we want them to do and fit into these niche roles that we feel like they should fit into, and then it'll all work out. I, I feel like I watch the Patriots sometimes the way that they do business, and, and I feel that way about them. I was literally thinking about this in, the, in like, Costco 
as I'm like roaming the aisles, and I'm There's just a lot like going on in Costco. You got to keep your eyes open. Focus on the what's there at Costco. There's some good deals there. There, there, there really are. But I, I found some really good songs on my playlist at pop, at Costco. There's a lot of stuff going on there. But but I'm I'm roaming the Costco aisles, thinking like, man, does Bill Belichick think that they need great players to be a great team? Because I feel like I'm not sure that he does. And oh I, well, welcome to Mutt's world, where Bill Belichick doesn't care who his quarterback is and doesn't recognize. The quarterback has to be an elite player. Welcome to my world, well, Kyrie. Well, Thank God. Welcome aboard. Well, the quarterback island. The interesting on thing. Night. Yeah, the, the interesting thing about that is, is I wonder if he just thinks he could make another Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. Write the column. That's what he thinks. He doesn't think quarterback is necessary. Go back to the quotes from the unnamed source on the Patriots staff years ago, and I forget which Patriots book right. that came out, where he's quoted as saying, "We could have any top fifteen quarterback." And do what Tom does. They don't think quarterback. Bill, Bill doesn't think quarterback special. It's why, in part, Kyrie, let me rant on this. When he goes against Fields or Cam Newton or Josh Allen, he doesn't recognize how good they are and thinks at some point, oh, Lamar will make a mistake. He's a fast, athletic quarterback. No, these guys rule the NFL now, and you want Jared Stidham out there. Look look, look at, I mean, look at Fields dancing into the end zone. He was was doing that on Monday night. But I wrote about this, man. And I think my. My conclusion about that is, in, in over the last couple of years, I believe the Patriots are twelve and eight against quarterbacks not named Fields, Jackson, or Allen. In those Fields, Jackson, Allen games, they are one and three, Ooh. and they give up like twelve more points per game. Not surprised because they don't know how to account for that kind of player. It, it you know it, it's wild because I really just didn't expect it to happen like this. I, I I've only seen since I've been here, like been covering this team. I've only seen three those three guys handle the Patriots defense like that. I did not expect to be putting Justin Fields in that category because again, he's a second year quarterback who's flawed too. He's not. He's not you like love the, Fields, man. He, you are all in on the Fields well, train. You well, are driving the Justin Fields. I, I mean, train. he's not. He's not the second coming of Lamar Jackson all of a sudden. But again. I just think that he knows, Bill Belichick knows how to handle that kind of quarterback. The the garden variety one who sits back there in Sam the pocket and, and, and does and, and, <laughs> and does Wilson. the kinds of things that Tom Brady and Mac Jones and all that do. I mean, that's why like Tom Brady didn't go off on the Patriots last year in that game, but you get him against a Josh Allen and it got me worried about Kyler Murray. That Cardinals offense isn't that good. But what's he gonna do against Kyler Murray? It's a great point. Uh, you come here for sports talk, you get Costco talk. You can chat about Costco steak sauces right now in our Twitch chat, twitch.tv. Yeah, let's go. They really do. W-E-E-I. It has been way too positive. Let's come back and talk about the offensive line. Oof. Let's talk about Matt Patricia. That's next with Kyrie Thompson, Mud at Night, WEI.